Hello, everyone. Welcome to Building an Empire State of Mind. How are you, Jen? Great. How are you? Good. We Happy have. We just, it's it's Friday, as you guys all know. We we started a little bit later, and we have such a phenomenal guest today. Her name is Colleen Lowe. Um, so we're going to go on a fun adventure with Colleen. She's a top producing real estate agent, an international best-selling author, and she's the host of the Born to be Brave podcast. Her unrivaled knowledge of the market, real estate market, has in and keen negotiation skills have allowed her to forge deep and lasting relationships with her clients, but her impact goes far and beyond real estate with a firm belief that this life is our only shot. Colleen inspires us to start living a life we truly love, no matter our age circumstances. Through her expertise, Colleen teaches women over 40 how to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing. Her transformative mindset retreats empower individuals to step into their full potential and create a life they've always dreamed of. As a seasoned mother and wife of 35 years, Colleen understands the ups and downs that come with life, motherhood, and marriage, and her role as grandma brings immeasurable joy to her life. When she's not making a difference in the world, Colleen embraces her favorite things, the ocean, the exhilaration of paddleboarding, exploring new destinations, and indulging in chocolate, and my favorite, cherishing moments with her beloved lab pups. Colleen's life philosophy is simple yet powerful. Miracles are her normal, and everything is always working out for her. Through her infectious energy, compassionate, compassionate guidance, and unwavering belief, the power of positivity, she'll inspire you to transform your life and embrace a future with limitless possibilities. So without far further ado, let's bring up Colleen. Hi, gorgeous. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? Good. I'm so happy that you came on here. When I was thinking of this podcast, I'm like, I can't think of a more perfect person to be on this. I'm honored to so, be here with you. Thank you. So um, I was. we were just talking backstage about how Colleen and I met. Uh, what was it? Last April, Cody Sperber's real estate summit in Las Vegas is called Clever Summit. And I was, I got there. I had no idea about anything. Alex had signed this up for us. And in the, in the casino, we just checked in and we were looking for it. And in the casino was Colleen standing with her sign. And she had her cooler of all of her food. She was on 75 hard. And that is when we first met each other. Isn't that incredible? Right? I know. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like I was just telling Jen, um, we were talking, we like hit it off right away and I said something like, oh, yeah, I'll never do that. And you're like, stop. No, you haven't done it yet. And you went into like all of the this whole mindset thing that I knew about, but it's just been dormant in me. And so oh, I was yeah, like, Jen, you're, you're the guy. Got you in your tracks. I know. You got it. And so, yes. So that's how we met. How did you get there? you telling me that you uh, – you got there in a very special way. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's one of the things I wanted to share with your listeners and with you guys because I feel like so many people, I, I, you know what is amazing is, first of all, I want to just congratulate you guys for doing a podcast. It's a lot of work, okay? Just congratulations. Yeah. And I love because you guys are going to help young moms do what I wish I would have done when I was young and that I'm doing now in my older age. And this is one of those things, when you have those reoccurring thoughts that come to you of things you should do, you know, like, oh, that would be really cool. I should, I should sign up for that. I should go do that, right? And yeah. I saw an advertisement of some sort for the Clever Investor Summit on Facebook or Instagram or something, right? And I'm like, oh, I really, I felt called. Like, I really need to be in the room. I need to go there. And then I, I forgot to sign up. And I didn't do it. And then it came, that thought came to me again. So I went to go sign up and it was full. And this is one of the points I want to make that it's about being resourceful, not having resources. Right. So I, I couldn't get in. There wasn't a ticket available. Right. And so I really felt called. And I, I feel like those reoccurring thoughts are the thoughts that we need to listen to more. 
and not push them aside because they go away, right? But when we start tuning into our, you call it God, intuition, spirit, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like if you get more connected with your spirit and your body and your mind and you start really paying attention to the callings that are coming to you, those downloads that are coming, um, that that's when the um, doors will open for you. Like I call it, um, that's when the... The hinges, the small hinges make the big doors open, right? And I think that that makes a huge difference. And so what happened is I'm like, okay, I need to get creative here because I never feel like it can't be done. I always feel like there's a way to work things out. You just have to get creative. And so I messaged uh, Cody Sperber and Cole Hatter, who I didn't know from a hole in the wall. That's the great thing about social media, right? <laughs> I never heard of them before. And uh, sent them a message and just said, hey, I'd really like to be at your event. It's sold out. I would um, just wondering, do you ever take volunteers? I'd, I'm a great worker. I can be the best worker be in the and you guys can just boss me around, tell me whatever to do. And I'll roll up my sleeves and contribute. And I just like to be in the room and learn. And so he's, he messaged me back, Cole uh, Hatter. And he said, hey, my mom's in charge of volunteers. Here's her email. I think she's full, but reach out to her and check. And um, so I emailed her and she emailed me right back and she said, oh, I'm taking, I'm placing the order for the shirts today. I'm all full, but sometimes people flake out at the end, stuff comes up. Would you be okay with flying in a day early and helping set up the stage? And you'll have to do a lot of heavy lifting and lifting the boxes. And she just, you know, explained all this stuff to me. And I'm like, and 20 million people are going to be barking orders. And, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. I don't care what it is. I can totally handle that. Right. And. Um, that's how I got there because you know what's so funny is I um, she created a little Facebook group for all the volunteers and asked us to you know introduce ourselves and I totally uh, outdid myself in the Facebook group and she I emailed me like two days later and she said I feel like we're underutilizing your skill set I think we should be <laughs> we think we should be the official greeter of the, yes. the event and that's how it was mm -hmm. you know I always say there's no accidents there's mm -hmm. always, there is never any accidents because I ran into you. And so you were the official grader. It was full. You shouldn't have gone. I shouldn't have even been there. I was like, I, Alex had signed me up for Pace Morby's community. He did? Yeah. yeah. And didn't tell me. And then I yeah. found out, I thought it was a wholesaling mentorship and it wasn't, you know, I was just like, mm -hmm. I'm so mad, you know? So I was like, he's like, please just give it a shot and come here. So I, I did not want to go, but. And I you didn't so want to go either. Yeah. No. And I, he did. So we ended up going, but, and Colleen keeps popping up. Like you keep popping up into my life. And I, I like, well, like I saw you all around clever. And then I don't know, where else did I see you were in the elephant challenge. You just popped mm -hmm. into the elephant challenge and you came on the elephant challenge with us. For those of you that don't know, it's a, a challenge that Pace puts on every month. It's like a challenge where he teaches, uh, getting started in, in real estate. And so, yeah. And he pulled um, me up. It was scheduled to be on October 27th. Mm -hmm. And I was really setting an intention that he would move it. Cause I was having foot surgery that day and there's no way I could do the clever, uh, the challenge that day. And That's he moved it. And then he pulled me up and I was really high on oxycodone. But I, still <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. But I still participated and did it and made the calls, right? And 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 did a call with him or whatever it was, right? So she I, did. Yeah, I feel she like she had her no legs put up. So, yep. And then and now here we are. So and I did not realize until now that you and us are doing the same things of helping people attain final financial freedom through real estate. So I did not yes. see that. You know, you know what's that. interesting is that you ladies, I love what you guys are doing, the, the, you know, the community you're creating. Because when I was young, I, I wanted to have freedom to be with my kids. And the only thing I could think of was something that aligned with their schedule, right? So I was thinking, okay, I need to have Christmas and you know, spring break mm -hmm. and Easter off and summer's off. So I signed up to be a teacher because I thought, oh, you know, that aligns. I can be with my kids. Yeah. But the thing I didn't realize is if I had done something like this and found real estate sooner, um, I could have had, cause yeah, I had an aligned schedule with them, but mostly I had to do popsicle art with them and we couldn't really do anything fun cause I was so poor, you know, from, and I loved being a teacher, but I didn't have financial freedom and choices to do the things that I wanted to do. And 
I think it's great that you're empowering moms. And I feel like the most important thing you guys are doing is teaching people to have the financial freedom so they can sh help shape their kids and give them experiences and create these opportunities to, to bond as a family and to do things that, that do require financial resources and time freedom. I know that's something that we both struggle with a lot. And we're like, we have so much drive to get this done. But my kid, we have kids the same age, Jennifer and I. Oh, you do? And they're little kids. Mine are three mm -hmm. and six. And I think hers are just a little bit younger than that. And it's it's tough when you're like, I have to work to to provide for the family. But also you want to be with those kids because those, those are the magic moments. Mm -hmm. So what yeah, did you, how did you get into real estate? So you were a teacher. I was a teacher and I was, I was really poor from being a diet. My hat is off to all the teachers. Kudos to you because I, anyway, here in California, uh, it, your money doesn't go very far as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I, um, somebody told me, somebody told me I should get into real estate. I was going to, I knew for sure I was going to get into sales of some sort. I knew people in sales made more money. Mm -hmm. And um, somebody told me, oh, you should get into real estate. And then I stopped by an open house. This is so funny. This is why our self-identity, we can never outperform this our self-identity. Because I didn't really see myself as being able to be a successful real estate person, a salesperson. And then um, so someone suggested it. So I thought, okay, I'll go to this open house by my house, right? And I was really into fitness. You know, I was doing 75 hard when I met you. And back then I was doing a bodybuilding contest by, I don't remember oh the guy's gosh. name, but um, in my age category, I was trying to win. It was a 90 day thing. And I came in like second place, but people would come work out in my garage. I had a whole setup. Anyway, one of the realtors in our neighborhood uh, that was a huge realtor, right? Anyway, she would come work out at my garage and I stopped by her open house and I was telling her I was thinking about getting into real estate. And uh, she spent like 20 to 30 minutes trying to talk me out of it and tell me all the reasons, <laughs> right? Why it was a bad idea. And I got in my car and I called John and I said, and that's my husband. I said, sweetheart, I figured out what I'm going to do next with my life. He's like, what? I'm like, uh, I'm going to get my real estate license. He goes, really? I said, yeah. And I said, so-and-so must think I'd be good at it or she wouldn't have just spent the last 20 minutes trying to talk me out of it. <laughs> So then, I have a question for you there where you said you can't outlive your self-identity. Mm -hmm. So have you always been into like the subconscious mind and manifestation or when did that sort of come into your life to talk like that? So that is such a great question, Jennifer. I love it. That, that's my big thing. Okay. So I uh, know I was not always like this. What happened? So I do believe you can never outperform your self-identity. Okay. And then how you're being, we're all magnets and how you're being is the most important thing. Uh, and you're going to attract what you want. And so this is how it started. I actually had the worst life possible. I was, John and I, I used to be a stay-at-home mom. And then uh, John ran three companies, or I don't remember exactly. He had tons of employees, but it was back when the 1990 market crashed. Mm -hmm. And um, we were young, and we'd made a lot of money, but we didn't know. I was, we didn't know anything. And so instead of just collapsing the business and um, walking away from that, and the, um, we tried to save the business, and then it, it basically bankrupt us, and we had to sign our house back over to the bank. Oh. And so you can imagine pretty tense times at our house, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and I hated John. I felt like it was all his fault. Um, it was just very stressful. I was working, so I had to get a job. I was working all the time, and I was crying all the time. I would complain to anybody who would listen, and uh, I was a pretty miserable person to be around. Like, happy-go-lucky, sunshiny Colleen was gone. <laughs> and um, Anyway, I, I, the long and short of it is I had a dream, and it's, uh, it doesn't really matter exactly, but it made me realize that the person re that the problem was me. It wasn't John. I was the problem. And that's when I started uh, reading books like Wayne Dyer's book, The Power of Intention, and I went to an Abraham Hicks thing by uh, Jerry. Oh, Nesky. cool. And so I just started mm -hmm. on this self-journey of reading and going to seminars and taking, like, extreme ownership of my life and letting go of all the the negative automatic thoughts that come and really realizing that I'm in control of my thoughts instead of the other way around. I thought that my thoughts just came and I didn't have any control over them. And I realized, yeah, we can't control the first thought, but the second and the third and the fourth thought, we totally have control over that. 
And then I'm also not a big fan of uh, like extreme positivity where you don't feel your emotions. I feel like if you're sad, you should cry and get it out. Mm. And um, but you just can't make a you can't make a you know a camp and camp out in negativity, right? For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did that? And then have the language to get yourself out of it. Yeah, and skill set and tools. Like I have a tool belt, right? Full of like five yeah. five things when I'm feeling down. Because of course I'm a real person, right? I'm I'm pretty sunshiny, I would say. Yes. Um, but I I'm a real person. I had a kid that had severe uh, addiction problems, you know, in and out of jail. I had a son that had uh, cancer all over his body and almost died. I've had a lot of opportunities to grow, is what I call them. And I think that it's your pain is a powerful teacher. And we get to decide how we react to those situations and the person we're going to become. And I feel like that it's the before moments, before things happen, because everyone's going to have stuff happen, right? But if you have strong habits, because I really believe you are your habits, if you have a strong morning routine, like I, I have a very strong morning routine, I connect with nature every day. I read every day something positive. I set an intention for the day. I journal, and um, I, I eliminate toxic people from my life at a high level. Good uh, for I, you. Yeah, I, I, so I just feel like those things, when you put those practices into life, and if you need to you have a friend that you can call and, you know, you know, let it all out with or go for a walk on the beach or, there's, you know, punch out a pillow, write it out, burn things, you know, burn, you know, write, not burn things in general, but don't say, oh, that lady told me I should burn things. No, <laughs> like write down the things that are your limiting beliefs or the things that are holding yeah. you back. Right. And then I have a bowl and you just put it on fire or in your fireplace and, 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 and let's pull that stuff. And then also I think we should celebrate how far you've come in your life. Don't be so forward facing that you're not cheering yourself on and and celebrating how far you've come and give yourself a lot of grace, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and when you, going back to what you said, you said you had a son that had cancer and there was obviously mm -hmm. a tough time in your life. You were telling me that, um, you didn't, didn't you say you manifested it? You're like, miracles are my normal. Yeah. And you were manifesting the, the, his cure for cancer, right? And yeah, every day. So before Carter, so Wayne Dyer had a saying and it was a post, a post it note on his bed, on his bed frame. It said, miracles are my normal and everything's always working out for me. And I totally adopted that. The first thing I do when I wake up every morning is I thank God for breath of life because you can't live very long without a breath. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing I tell myself is miracles are my normal and everything's always working out for me. And I say that before I go to bed too. And so I, I really had that firm belief. And then do we believe it when, when things aren't, don't seem to be going well, right? And my son came home uh, from a mission from our church back in 2017 after being out for 14 months. And we ended up finding out that he had cancer, a very aggressive form of cancer. And it was covering like his lungs and his kidneys and his sacrum bone, his wow. hip bones and his lungs and his throat and just everywhere, right? And uh, I was praying to God and asking about like, oh my gosh, how could this be? And he's like, do you believe all that stuff you post? That's the th thought that came to me. Do you believe all that stuff you post on social media about appreciation and miracles? And he goes, that time, the time to prove it's now. And so I just asked everyone to start praying. And we had a big sign out in front of his door uh, at the hospital because he mostly lived at the hospital. It said, miracles are my normal. Uh, don't bring your negativity in here, positive vibes only. And we just asked everyone of every faith to pray, and we manifest, uh, and it, it was it must have been God's will, be, because also we can't tell God what to do, right? We can't boss him around. Mm -hmm. But I really did hold the faith that my son, most of the time, there were a few times that I was very concerned that it, you know, it, it wasn't going well. And at the end, it ended up being a true miracle, and it got rid of the cancer. So we're very That's grateful. Amazing. That's amazing. And didn't your podcast start... Mm -hmm. Through that, yeah, I just felt like so many things. I used to do Facebook lives, and then I started a video. I asked God. I, I talked to God a lot. So anyway, if that bothers anyone, I just let him no. know. Me and God <laughs> were, were like this, <laughs> and, and it's and it's so funny. Um, 
I, I, I asked God, what else can I do to spread love and positivity and hope? And he said, you should start a podcast. And I didn't know anything about podcasting. And so one of my friends that I met at real estate investment things, and uh, I used to go to different things. And I met these ladies that are good friends of mine now. Her daughter sent me a book about um, how kids can start a podcast, which is about my level of <laughs> <laughs> like tech. Podcasting for dummies. Yeah, she podcast for dummies. She founded it like the Scholastic Book Fair. So they bought it and sent it to me. <laughs> and, um, and so anyway, I started the podcast and awesome people said they would be on my podcast. Because of course, when your kid is struggling and almost dying from cancer, who's gonna say no to you, right? <laughs> And um, it started out, and I called it Miracles Are My Normal at first, and then I switched it to Born to be Brave, and because I feel like I want my goal now is to empower people to feel like, to know you were born, to be mm -hmm. brave, and this isn't your practice life. Like, you have one shot at this, and I feel like we're all schooled to be, like, followers and to, you know, sit down, memorize things, be quiet, and not live mm -hmm. our best life and not let our uniqueness, I feel like we're all God's highest creation. And we're here to shine. And I think we're all supposed to be wealthy. I think we're all supposed to be wealthy. Yeah. And, the, and the more money you have, the more you can magnify all the good things, the more people you can help, the more, you know, like I, I would like to help people with cancer and people who have addiction problems. And I'd like to get Amen, Dr. Amen brain scans for everybody that can't afford it. There's so many things, but money, money can um, help do things. You can't, like if someone's starving or, or is going to get evicted, you can't help them if you don't have the resources to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I love mm -hmm. that. I love that about you. I'm all about helping people. I love that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I shifted. I used to say, I really wish I could help people. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to shift from being a person that wishes they could help people to a person that has the resources to help That's people. Amazing. That's amazing. So you got to be, you were a realtor and then, mm -hmm. and you were, you were going, doing all of this. And then how did you get, so Colleen is a realtor in California, Seal Beach area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's also what we call, we're, all three of us are in uh, a mentor a community called Sub2, which is acquiring real estate through uh, creative finance. How did you get into the investing part of it and like get into the, get the, become the unicorn realtor that you are? So what I realized is, so every time I would personally, this is just me personally, every time John and I would save money to invest in real estate, because I've helped so many of my clients become wealthy through helping them find investment properties, right? Mm -hmm. So many clients. But every time I would save up to buy a property in the traditional method, like either I'd have to send a kid to rehab or do a wilderness program, or I, my kid, my son had cancer and that was very expensive, right? And I'm grateful I had the money for all of those things, right? I'm so grateful, but I never ended up having enough extra money to have the 25% down to buy investment properties because I would always spend it on something else and some, you know, some emergency would come up. And I was thinking there must be another way to buy these properties. And that's when I met Pace, right? Mm -hmm. And at first I did not understand what Pace was doing. I, I didn't get it at first. I, I'm being really honest with you, right? I didn't quite get it. Yeah. And then the more I started following him, and, and if you know Pace, like he has a heart of gold. When I met Pace, I didn't know who he was, right? And he had a whole camera crew behind him. And with when him, did, How when did you meet him? So I met him the day before, because remember, they asked me to yeah. come the day before mm -hmm. to set up. But then I was already there. And she's like, oh, you, we don't need you to do that. But you can pitch in wherever you want. And so I was pitching. And so I was greeting people early, right? Mm -hmm. And so he walked in the day before, and he had this crew. And that and Jamil was with him. But I don't know Jamil still. I still have never met. I mean, I met him there, but I didn't know. I don't know who they are, right? Right. And he's talking to me. And he's so, so nice, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you just radiate. And he was really nice to me too, right? But he's really nice. But And I knew he had to be some, I mean, of course, we're all somebody, but he had to be somebody. He had a camera crew with him, right? <laughs> um, anyway, he went to the thing. I, I, I met him. And then the next morning, I was the first person that, when you came in. Mm -hmm. And it was I was there early because I'd finished my two workouts early. And um, it was like 6.15. I had gotten there early because I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anybody. Yeah. He walks in by himself. And he's like, good morning, Colleen. How are you? I have no name tag on. I just uh -huh. have the clever t-shirt on, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, what was that guy's name? What was that guy's name, right? He's so good at that. Yeah, he remembered my name. And so that's how I met him. And then 
I, I didn't quite understand it. And then I ended up having some health challenges with my surgery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's great that I help people build wealth that already have money, right? But what about the people who maybe were working uh, their whole lives paycheck to paycheck or never occurred to them and they're starting to realize they're in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Oh, I'm going to work until I die or be a burden to my children, right? Yeah. And I started thinking about that and I'm like, gosh, that's just, that's just not a good plan for them. And so I've just decided that all my kids are in a good spot, right? My son is, you know, uh, sober and doing great. And my other son's, yeah, isn't that great? And all my kids are good, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend the next 10 years empowering women. My focus is older women, but I'm going to help everyone, right? Even like, um, I'm having um, the sub two people are all coming from Southern California to make vision boards here at my house tonight. I saw that. That's amazing. Isn't that I fun? love that. Yes. I, I really just saw something on mind movies. I've always done vision boards, but the <gasps> mind movie thing is pretty cool. Those are awesome. My my publisher yeah. is friends with the person who started mind movies. Oh, cool. And I have a um I have a video that I watch every day of my ideal life in the morning, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Uh, it, it's amazing. Is the mind movies are awesome. Yeah, I, I haven't even watched it yet. I've just been starting to create it and even just doing that and like saying things out loud to yourself and like putting it actually somewhere where it's visible um, has been pretty a pretty cool experience. So yeah, you know what, I'll, Jennifer, I'll let you know once I've actually watched it. <laughs> when you watch it, will you let me know what you think of it? Yeah, absolutely. The, the most important thing I would love to share with your audience is most of us use our imagination to beat ourselves up and rehash all the negative old things and play old movies in our lives of things mm-hmm. that we didn't like. And the cool thing about the brain and the subconscious is it doesn't know the difference between reality and uh, the imagination, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you use your imagination and your brain to co-create the life you love, over time that will become your reality. Yeah. It's so true. So when- I only just recently um, stepped into the woo, probably in like March, I want to say. Oh, she's so, like, new. Oh, yeah, she's very, new to our I club. Was, <laughs> I was very against it. You can ask Carly, like we were in Arizona for something and this one girl was like, oh yeah, and the crystals and this and that. And I was like, oh, you know, it's pretty late. I think I'm going to go to bed. I'll see you guys <laughs> in the morning. And um, it just didn't like, that wasn't the vibe. But then I met these two women who really do the science behind it. And then I just started reading um, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. And like that, I'm like, uh, I'm like, how does everyone not get this now? Like I get it now just because it's like scientific. Yeah. It wasn't someone like, Oh, just think happy thoughts and your life will work out magically for you. I was like, that is bullshit. That is not how things work. That Um, is not how it works. Yeah, but so like the subconscious and then hearing that for the first time um, and then again from you today, the that your subconscious cannot tell time. Like mm. that is wild if you really think about it, right? And like you can literally create whatever you want. So if you've had like pain or trauma in the past, you you make a choice every morning if that's what you're going to think about or tell yourself and that is that's going to be your future too and vice versa if you want to be wealthy, you want to be successful, all of those things. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the mind movie. And <gasps> do, you anchor, do you have like an anchor song? You know, I have, I anchor everything to things. I'm a big fan. I have playlists and I have anchor songs. I, I like a lot of ABBA music. Oh and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also like this, uh, the greatest showman music. Yeah. And um, th- this is me or this is us. And yeah, I'm a big fan of anchoring. Uh, we don't realize that like the reason when you get older, especially you'll see in like another 10, 20 years, you like the music from your childhood more a lot because it anchors you to happy memories from your childhood. If you had happy memories, I mean, if you had a traumatic childhood, yeah. that's not helpful. But um, Becoming Supernatural, I would recommend every book by Joe Dispenza. Um and uh, they're life changing. And yeah. I, 
I totally understand what you're saying that like when I realized I was the problem in my life, that the reason we were poor and the reason I was crying and the reason I really hated being a mom and I hated my kids, not my kids, but my husband, right? I just, <laughs> everything was a disaster. Really, it sounds like a strong word, but it was just, I was miserable. My life, yeah. didn't, my life didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. And I was really unhappy about that. And so when you have expectations that aren't being met, um, Byron Katie is another person that I would highly recommend following. It's, she teaches oh, okay. you how to question your thoughts. What's um, her name? Byron Katie. Byron Katie. Uh, B-Y-R-O-N-K-A-T-I-E. And she, her, her website's called thework.com. Okay. And she asks you four questions um, and helps you turn it around. So you can question every thought. <laughs> uh, is it true? How do I know it's really true? How would I feel without that thought? And then the turnaround is it turns around on you because it's really everything is a reflection of you that you're projecting onto other people. But a lot of people don't want to hear that because I, 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 when I first had the dream that told me I was the problem in every situation, I was tell, I was like, no, that's not true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm great. Like it, it's all of them. <laughs> I think it's easier to like point the finger at your circumstances instead of yourself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Much easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that just came to me to share with all of you is there's only one thing you can control yourself. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Um, and then also something that you are very well, well, knowledge on I'm not using the right term is the power of proximity and I know that's something that we really wanted to talk about oh yeah and um so tell me what is the power of proximity and why is proximity important I think okay so proximity the power of proximity is I know people say oh the power of proximity is so important like we hear that everywhere you guys mm -hmm. it is everything it is every, besides how you're being the next most important thing besides getting yourself aligned and in the flow is proximity. And so for me, proximity means getting in the right rooms and joining mentorships, coaching programs, uh, masterminds, events, you know, workshops, all, all those types of things. And because you want to get in the room with people who are further ahead on the path than you of the things that you would love to accomplish. And a lot of times that's associated with a price tag, right? It costs money to have a mentor or to be in a coaching program. And I can remember when I was early on in my journey, I wanted to be in the room with uh, in a, a mentorship program with a coach who was a really high level leader. Like, like I saw her on, um, it doesn't matter whose stage, but like just think of the number one self-help person and she was talking on their stage. And I, and I just felt like, oh, I should, I should hire her to be my, uh, to, to be my coach. And I, uh, I really wanted to be in the room with her. And I knew that that is very powerful to be in the room where it is important. So, but I didn't have the money to make it happen in my bank account. And so this is why I think it's so important to be resourceful instead of having resources. So I'm like, okay, I know I feel called to be in the room. How can I make that happen? How can I be resourceful to make that happen? And I feel like it's always possible to make anything happen. And so I ultimately sold my Rolex. I had a diamond Rolex that my husband had given me the first year I made some uh, big numbers in real estate where they give you big awards. Like you had to wear fancy clothes. And, um, <laughs> and right before we left, John's like, oh, hey, I think I forgot one thing. And he went and came out and he had a diamond Rolex for me. I'm like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And so, um, so I sold my diamond Rolex. I sold my diamond tennis bracelet. I sold a lot of other stuff because uh, it was a mid figure, yeah, mid five figure uh, entry level to be in this mastermind with these people. And uh, I sold a whole bunch of stuff and I made it. So I got the, uh, the money I needed to put myself in the room. And I think you should always bet on yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think, I think you can always make it happen. I don't know. Maybe you need to rent out a room. Maybe you need to sell stuff. Maybe I don't know what you need to do to get there. But when you put yourself in the rooms, that's where the deals happen. That's where the people are making the deals. They they know, like they know how to avoid the pitfalls and to avoid costly mistakes or 
maybe you are in a situation that you don't know how to handle and you have their cell phone number so you can text them because I don't need to maybe always be with them every second. But just to know that I have that safety net and that safety line of someone who's further ahead to say, hey, maybe you should do this or that. And, and to help you navigate through things. And I feel like there's a, the African proverb, if you want to go far, go together. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. So getting in community and proximity is everything. I, I think that if you think you're going to do it on your own, you're just kidding yourself because um, it, being in community is the best thing. Uh, mm -hmm. We learn so much, right? It, it just shortens your learning curve. And we can't see all our blind spots. These people can, they, they, they're further ahead and they can help us shorten our learning curve. I really think it's important. Proximity is everything. It's so and true. On top of like proximity, even, you know, I was away on a girl's trip and one of the girls there, I was, she was talking about how she's always comparing herself to other people and stuff like that. And everyone's so negative. And I'm like, well, you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. And she's like, what? I've never heard that. I'm like, and I guess for me, because we hear it all the time, I just assume that everyone knows that. But even if you can't be in, you know, really expensive rooms, find people who have those same interests who are just like that step ahead of you and make the time to get on Zoom, right? Like people are yes. more than willing to talk to you. You know, people message Carly and I and we get on Zooms with people. It's not an inconvenience or you're not, you know what I mean? So I think just putting yourself out there too to surround yourself with the proper people that will push you as well. For I sure. think that is, and that's being resourceful, right? Like it, yeah. you can reach out to anyone. That's the whole thing in this day and age, you can DM anybody, you guys. Yeah. And anybody. some people say no, and that's okay. You mm -hmm. just move on to the next person who says yes. Right. Yes. And, and I do think there's so many people like you can reach out to me anytime. If you ever need to talk or you want to help doing anything, I'm, I'm totally available to help anyone. Also, you can reach out to me anytime because I really feel like we're all connected. And when you come from contribution, it really helps. And I, I do think we take it for granted that we think everyone knows what we know. Yeah. That yeah. girl didn't know that, right? That never yeah. occurred to her. Yeah. I think I forget how uncommon reading entrepreneurial or like self-help or those type of books are listening to podcasts, going to masterminds, that sort of stuff and surrounding myself with like higher level people. I, I think I just forget how uncommon that is because, you know, the last, I would say I was like two years for sure. That's kind of all I've known and just like immersed myself in. So when I go into groups like that, you know, where I'm friends with people who aren't in real estate and stuff like that. It's a very good reminder. I think it's really good for Carly and I too, just in what we're trying to do as well with helping people is to take that step back too. And like, remember, okay, where were we before we even decided we wanted to get into real estate, right? Like that's, that's a whole other person that. Yeah. Three ago. <laughs> and, and, and celebrate how far you've come, right? Acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah. I've definitely taken the time to do that more. So I find that because I am very driven that I'm always like head down going to the next thing. Whereas my husband has been really good about like smell the roses. So yeah, it is crazy, especially. And you know, if you're journaling too, like being able to go back and read where you started, like it's, it's crazy even just to see what you did in a year, right? Yeah. And and it, I think that, um, like you said, your husband and you balance each other out, which is so nice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, if we're always just looking forward and looking forward, we're not actually enjoying the moment, right? And we don't know if we have tomorrow. And Yeah. And I think that the community that you guys are creating and helping other moms see the possibility of what's possible, right? Because for me, I only thought about aligning my possibility with my kid's schedule, but I didn't ever think, no one ever told me, oh, you could have complete financial freedom, right? By investing in real estate when I was young, right? And yeah. so by you guys, you guys are going to empower all these young moms to realize, oh, I can do this too, right? Yeah. yeah. While balancing kids, right? I think the largest question I'm always asked is how do you balance work and life? And for me, you know, doing real estate and having children, it's, 
it's just one life. Like our kids come to site. Our kids are very involved. There's no, yeah, you know, and there's pros and cons to that as well. You know, Saturdays and Sundays, like I still have to work. Things still have to get done. But then, you know, on weekdays, I get to have the opportunity. I'm grateful that I get to pick them up early if my schedule allows for it. Right. So having that flexibility has definitely shown them a very different life than if I was still in my nine to five, well, eight 30 to four 30 working for the government. So yeah, it's been a fun it's freedom, fun right? So yeah. And, yeah. and I, the, the, for you're, you're showing your children the possibilities and that they're in charge. They get to decide yeah. and they may pick different paths, right? Of things that are passionate and, and it, that they care about. Right. But yeah. they're, they're going to see that the possibility of anything is possible because of the example you're showing them through, through doing it. Because a lot of people want, say they want to be financially free and they want to be wealthy. Right. Yeah. But they, they're not willing to take the uncomfortable steps to take the brave action that make that possible because you have to take uncomfortable steps. Like I, I've been going to these sub two meetups. I didn't know anyone when I showed up there, right? I just show up. Yeah. And then I go introduce myself to freaking every person that's there and find out all about them and how I can add value to them and find out what their goals and dreams are and make a connection and see how I can, like, I don't know about sub two, but the, I host vision board workshops for my clients once a year. So I'm like, oh, I'll just do that because I can invite everyone because I don't, I can't add value with what they're doing yet. Cause I don't understand it yet. Right. Yeah. But you can always add value. And I think that moms need to know that and women, you don't even have to be a mom. People no. need to know that you are living way below your means. You're capable of what much more than you think you're way more talented. You're more resourceful. And that I hope that you'll, I hope you'll have the courage to step forward and start taking those tiny little steps and move forward and do, do live the life you're meant to live. Don't you think it's worth it? Don't you love that you guys stepped into this? For yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I heard something really good today. So like most people are familiar with the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. So I guess the first law is the law of oneness. So basically anything that's available to me is available to you, which is so true because I think for, you know, I have had a lot of success in three years and I am very driven and stuff like that. But uh, like I, I worked in the government. That's all I did. I did not, you know, I wasn't handed a building or, or anything like that. Right. I started listening to those podcasts. I started the free resources, anything. Right. But um, and just started. I think people just need to start and to be uncomfortable because it is definitely, I would, for myself, it's uncomfortable on a daily basis just because of the growth that we're still experiencing, right? Yes. And I think people need to know it's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when yeah. you're learning something like, like when you learn to ride a bike in the beginning, right? It was, it was difficult. If, or when you started walking, when you see a baby learn to walk, right? They're up and down, up and down, but they don't think anything about it. And we're all cheering them on and they get back up, right? Yeah. But somewhere along the line, we forget that it's uncomfortable and it takes the getting up, the getting up and the getting up uh, to learn something new. And it's okay to be uncomfortable. And that's yeah. okay. That's a great thing. That yeah. means you're learning and growing. If you feel comfortable in every er aspect of your life, you're not growing. That's my opinion. It's so true. It's so true. That's where the growth happens is being in uncomfortable. Right. I mean, even For like sure. when I went to Clever Investor, I was doing 75 hard. That thing was insane. I had to pack my own food even. I <laughs> she had her own cooler next to her. She had cucumbers in a little bag that she was That's eating. Dedication. That is right. dedication. Yeah. I admire that so much. If you yeah. can do 75 hard in Vegas, I feel like you can do anything. It's so true. <laughs> you did That's your right. workouts before six o'clock in the morning. I did both I workouts it. before 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, six. It's 90 minutes, six. right, of workout. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, 90 minutes of workout, plus showered and makeup on before I came downstairs. I'm impressed. That's mm -hmm. dedication. Yeah. It's insane, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I love extreme accountability and extreme ownership of everything because when we take 100% responsibility for everything, uh, then we can, and, and we're comfortable taking assessment of where, where we have, like, 
we need we you know where we need to do some work right we can shine the light on ourselves it um it's very powerful i think that we're very powerful beings and i feel like like you said the law of attraction the number one th uh, the, the number one law is oneness it's true if someone else can do it anyone can do it and even if you can't afford uh to buy books you can check them out from the library you know for sure and yeah the podcasts and the YouTubes are free. And so, and you, there's all kinds of, all big leaders have, uh, oh, not all of them, but many big leaders have their free three-day thing before they, they want you to sign up for their expensive mm -hmm. thing, you know? Yeah. And you can do as many of those as you want, right? And they are valuable. Oh, they, yeah. you learn so really much. There's nuggets in there for all of them, right? Especially when you're getting started. I mean, there's so much to learn. So much. I've done so many free challenges that have just been so beneficial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that. Um, I, I do believe that when you get in flow and you look for abundance and for opportunities, it'll start falling in place for you. And I just know that this is for me that just the beginning and yeah. I know more is coming and I know that as I come from a servant leadership uh, heart, and as you come from a servant leadership heart, like you guys have such great hearts. And I know that, um, like, I don't know about building stuff, like what Jennifer does, which is very mm -hmm. fascinating, right? <laughs> like, that's a whole nother thing that I, I, I don't, um, I don't know about, but it would be interesting to learn, right? Because mm -hmm. we have a huge housing crisis in the United States. And so you're creating spaces for people to live. I mean, that's incredible isn't it yeah i know i wanted yeah. to teach me and I'm actually from canada we have the we have the same crisis in canada as well oh you guys do yeah yeah Severely. what part of canada are you in i'm from victoria bc my husband grew up on the island oh really that's amazing yeah. and then in Where high, about? uh some some provincial park he backed up to oh i don't know i'll i we went there once i'll ask yeah him. you should tell me yeah, it's that's really cool. pretty there. We went to, is that where Bush Gar Bush Art Gardens is? That's Bush right. Yeah, yeah that's we, we went there. And then he moved yeah. to Calgary when he was in high school. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you, you're awesome. You will have to come. To, it's beautiful where you live. Yeah, and, Carly just came up a few weekends ago. It was her first time just bringing all the Americans to Canada. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's so pretty. It is. Yeah. So pretty. Well, mm -hmm. Colleen, thank you so much for coming on yeah. here and being with us and being the ray of sunshine that you are. Um, people always like, Carly, you're ray of sunshine. I'm like, you have not met Colleen yet. But <laughs> wait till you meet Colleen. <laughs> I am like a little, I'm like a tiny little thing compared to her. So you truly are a ray of sunshine. And I'm so happy to call you a friend and that you're you're on the podcast and we're on the same path. And someone asked a question. Oh, Abraham yeah. asked, is there any spots for tonight left, Colleen? Is that? Yes. yes. Just come to my house. Have them text me and get my address. Okay. Well, well, get, I was going to say, do her, not say your address you right now. Or no. Where do you want to be reached out to? Um, can, he, can I give my phone number here? Do you think that's safe? Well, it'll be on someone, YouTube. Someone's on your YouTube and told him to DM you. Yeah, just DM me on Instagram or yeah. um, on Instagram or Facebook. Just send me a DM. Or if you're in the Sub2 community, um, send me a message and tag me on social media, Facebook or Instagram, and then I'll yeah. give you my address. What's your Insta handle? I can't, I don't know off the top I of my head. I think it's Colleen Low underscore, C-O-L-L-E-E-N, Low, L-O-W, with an underscore. There we go. Abraham, there you go. Reach out to her. Yeah. Um, I think that's and, the best way to do it. Yep. Yeah. And, and while you're at it, everybody, follow Colleen on um, Instagram yeah. and Facebook. The other night I was on Facebook going to bed and Colleen was on Facebook Live reading. What was it? Wayne it was Dyer cards. Those, those cards. Yeah. Wayne Dyer, Power of Intention cards. Yes. So, And I, I, and I have a book coming out later this year. Mm -hmm. uh, about uh, teaching women in over 40 to invest in real estate. <gasps> I love Amazing. it. I yeah. love it. We should collaborate on some things because we're doing, we're we have the same mission. Really, yeah. we do. 
the book is completely written except for the chapter on creative finance. So I'm nice. waiting to understand this. <laughs> and then I'm going to, then I, the public, my publisher is one of my best friends and my coach. I, I have her as my coach too. And uh, it'll come out later in the year. Cause I, I learning this first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me know if you need any help with a creative finance front. I so. do. And you, I would love it if you would read my chapter on creative finance before I send it to her. Yes. I'll read it for you. If, would you let mind? me know how I can help. I want to help you. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, because the rest of the book's pretty much done. The manuscript, I'm just waiting for um, to understand this before I um, send it because I feel like it would it would be missing something without it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm happy to mm-hmm. help. Oh, you guys are awesome. I love you, and you are a ray of sunshine. You. And I, I, I do shine, and you shine too. You're shining bright, both You're of you. Sh- I, We're I little sunbeam rays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're awesome, and and I just want to say that. Remember, the best two, the best two sayings are yet or up until now. Yes, yet yeah. and up until okay. now. Yes, you corrected me the first time I met you, and I feel like I have always known that like positive thinking and word tracks and stuff, but it was like dormant. And you re- talking to you, you like reopened the whole, you know, the mindset stuff for me and how you speak and your thoughts create your reality and all that. So I have you to thank Colleen. I'm so glad. That makes me so happy that I've like impacted somebody's life for the better. It's so good. Yeah. And you know, John just reminded me of one last saying. We'll end on this or something better. I always ask the universe and God for something better because they, they might know something better for me than I don't know what it would be. So I always ask for specifically what I would love. And then I say, or something better. I love that Mm -hmm. because because there's the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. We think we have plans and mm-hmm. they always have bigger plans or something. Always. Better. Always. Sometimes our plans are, our dreams are a little too small. Yeah. And even all the adversity, I'm grateful for every adversity and every challenge I've ever experienced because the person I am today is a sum total of all those experiences. Yes. Yeah. And- and I would not be the happy, bubbly, vivacious, non-judgmental person I am today without all those experiences because it, it, they've all taught me so much, you know? Agree. I yeah. agree. Thank I, you. Thank you, thank guys. You. It was an honor to be on your podcast. You guys are awesome. You are oh, awesome, thank too. You. Thank you for taking the time. We are so grateful yeah. to be graced with great your presence. Yeah, we're going to have fun making our vision boards. Yes, yeah. have fun. You guys, if you if you watch this and you make a vision board, tag me on Instagram or Facebook and let me see yours. I'd love to see it because that's the first step, starting to believe it. It's true. Sounds I'm going to go to mind movies after this. Yeah, yeah. mind movies. That, I, I hear those are awesome. Yeah. All okay, right. guys. Thanks. Have a see good day. Talk to you later. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Bye.